You're listening to a BGE podcast. back to the Blind Grilling Experience, another Monday episode, the last Monday of March 2023, and folks are really gearing up, gearing up for barbecue season, grill outs, family gatherings, and we've got a lot of questions about grills and charcoal. Hey folks, how's everybody doing? My name is Chris Peltz. I am the most interesting griller in the world, folks. Oh man, it has been a, an awesome weekend for us. Man, I've eaten some wonderful foods that have been cooked and and uh, grilled, smoked, and just oh man, it was it's been great, man. From smoked ham to smoked lamb to all kinds of appetizers, chicken wings, and what they call pig shots. (laughs) It's just, man, I've just, it's just been great, you know, just, uh, yeah, it's, it's been awesome. But I've also been able to spend a little bit of time checking out some new grills that are out on the market and just kind of going over them a little bit. I've been posting a couple of videos on the YouTube channels. You can go over to Blind Grilling, and uh, and don't just look at the videos there. Make sure you check out the shorts um, because I posted a couple of uh, YouTube shorts, and one of them is on a pizza oven uh, by Alpha. It is the the uh, oh Cinchi Minute or five minute pizza oven, um, and oh, it is so. Cool. It is, you can get it on a stand, but it's like a tabletop version. And the one that I show on the uh, about a minute long video, it's in fact, it's 59 seconds. I did it as a YouTube short. And, and it, this, this pizza oven, the outdoor pizza oven is just, it's pretty cool because it's interesting. You start the fire right there on the pizza stone right in the middle of where you cook. And then once the fire gets going, you shove everything off to one side and a little scraper that you scrape everything over to one side. That pizza stone is nice and hot. And you cook your pizza right there in, in the uh, in the outdoor pizza oven and just keep cranking them in and out. <laughs> it's It's really slick. Uh, yeah, yeah, it, it's cool. But that's not the only pizza oven option that's out there, which is another thing that's kind of cool as well. Because you got these ceramic grills, you know, like the Big Green Egg. They've got their pizza wedge that you can uh, put, um, like you open up your egg, your lid, you know, swings up, and then you put this wedge in and then the lid comes down and it holds the lid at a certain angle and you've got this open door 
area that you can just, you know, you put your pizzas in and take them out just right there. And it, it, it turns your big green egg into an outdoor pizza oven, which is really cool as well. It, it, <laughs> I just, all these things that folks are coming out with are, are just so cool. The uh, Camp Chef brand has their four burner flat top griddles, but they also have a pizza oven that goes on top of the four burner pizza uh, or the, the four burner griddles as well. And so, you know, if you've got a, a four burner, like a Camp Chef pizza, or uh, I keep saying, because that's what we're talking, I'm talking about right now, but um, you've got a, a flat top griddle. I think Blackstone has them as well. Camp Chef has them. And you can get these little pizza ovens that sit right on top and, you know, they're propane uh, and and you can crank out a bunch of pizzas that way. Uh, and so, you know, the Uni has their Uni pizza ovens. Um, but uh, I was probably most impressed with the Alpha. Uh, they're, they're fairly expensive. You can get them where they can use both uh, the... Propane or natural gas or wood uh, fired, and and you can also do kind of a combination of the uh, propane and wood fired as well, or just wood fired, which is awesome. The of course the big green egg is going to be with charcoal and wood, and so that's going to be your ceramic, uh, you know, pizza oven with that wedge. Of course, it, you know the wedge isn't necessary with the egg. We've done a lot. I don't have the wedge. Uh, but uh, it it basically leaves a a gap, so you're not just constantly closing and opening the egg. And from what I can tell, and all the research that I've done, while you would think you would be losing a lot of heat, it it uh, it it doesn't do that. I mean, it really manages and maintains a really high temp for cranking out a bunch of pizzas on the egg, which is really cool. But I want to get back to those camp chefs because uh, I did a a short, uh, a YouTube short on the two burner and one burner camp chef flat top griddles that are basically tabletop versions. So they're, they're small. If you've got an egg in a cart or on a table, then you can set this camp chef two burner or one burner griddle right next to it. And, and have a perfect little station for doing sides or searing. But they also have little pizza ovens that can go on those. And so you can make little make pizzas on these little tabletop Camp Chef griddles. That, and so, uh, you know, a lot of folks have been doing pizzas, it's been, it, but it's been getting more and more popular for a lot of folks to entertain uh, friends and family and do pizzas either on the grill or out, you know, out back in the patio or on the deck. It, and it's, it's fun because you can set up your line to where you get several crusts and folks can pick what they want. They can basically make their own personal pizza and grab all the toppings and sauce and cheese, whatever it is they want. They can put it on there and take it out there. And then you just cranking it in the grill or in the pizza oven and let it sit in there for, you know, two, three, five minutes. Pull it off, and, and there you go. Just the next one, then the next one, and then the next one. You can crank out a whole bunch of pizzas for a lot of people in a very short period of time. 
and everyone basically gets the the pizza that they want. It tastes great, and it's just you, you just have a lot of fun with friends, and they they're pretty impressed because it it's going to be some of the best pizza they've ever eaten, which is always awesome as well. And of course, you can always get the take and bakes, you know, the Papa Murphy's pizzas and things like that, and do that. So uh, those are always awesome as well. Um, so there's a lot of options. It basically was what I'm getting at. And sometimes it's one of those things where you don't just think about grilling and smoking. There's so many other things that you can do. And, and even with these pellet grills, whether it's green mountain grill or the camp chef, there are options depending on the pellet grill that you get. There are options to add pizza cookers to these pellet grills also. And so you're not, you know, necessarily limited or you don't have to go out and purchase, uh, you know, a a grill for this, a grill for that, and then a pizza, outdoor pizza oven and all that. You know, they're combining these things, which are is awesome because you can really, you know, save some money and rather than spend $2,500 on an outdoor pizza oven, you can you know, get a, a griddle or a, an, a, some other type of grill and for less money, not only have the grill for low and slow smoking or uh, grilling, but also get some type of a pizza contraption, a pizza oven that goes on it or, you know, that turns it into a, a pizza cooker and still spend less money than on a dedicated pizza oven uh, for outdoors. Uh, it really just depends on what you're going to do and what you like and, and your budget and all of that. So uh, lots of options that are out there for folks. And, of course, the space that you have when it comes to, you know, where are you going to put all this? Where are you, you know, what kind of outdoor kitchen setup are you going to have? So that's something that needs to be considered as well. You know, last week we talked about pellet grills and some of the things you need to do to look for. And I actually posted a couple of short, uh, just over a minute videos on the YouTube channel going over a Green Mountain Grill uh, Peak, which is their 36-inch, basically. Uh, again, not much time, just kind of just a, a quick little overview and, and showing a video of that. And then the uh, the Camp Chef 36-inch Woodwind Pro, <laughs> it's just a beast. Uh, and what's really cool about that one is it's not just a pellet cooker. I mean, this thing has a, a little drawer that you can slide out and put charcoal or wood and slide it back in and a little lever that kind of opens up the bottom to uh, to allow the fire from the pellets to light the charcoal or wood that's in there. And so you can really, uh, you know, have kind of like a dual fuel in some ways when it comes to this Woodwind Pro uh, by Camp Chef. They've got the 24-inch and the 36-inch. Uh, they're, you know, insulated, double-walled. I mean, just just beasts. They're great cookers, no doubt. The problem you run into, for those who are blind or visually impaired, though, is while these things can have Wi-Fi connectivity, they the, the Camp Chef especially are not accessible. And that's a huge bummer because... I know a lot of blind folks that have had Camp Chef cookers and, and pellet cookers. I've got a vertical pellet smoker by Camp Chef, 
and it's Wi-Fi capable, but it's not accessible. It unfortunately because the way you control your temperature and your uh, smoke levels are with these sliders, and and you just can't do it with a screen reader. So unfortunately, I'm unable to control that pellet grill. And uh, you know, at, at first I thought it was going to work out great. I thought it was going to be accessible because when I first open the app before the grill is on. You know, it not only is reading everything, but it seems like, you know, I'd go to tap and control something and it would just say, oh, sorry, you can't unless the grill is on. But but it was, you know, sensing everything. It was like like it was working until the grill is on. And then it's like, nope, nope, not recognizing the taps. And it's uh, it's just really a mess. And so uh, so the unfortunately, if you have to use a screen reader. The Camp Chef is not accessible, uh, although that's one of my favorite pellet cookers. Um, it's just not one that I would uh, uh, recommend to somebody who has to use a screen reader uh, in, in Wi-Fi settings in order to control it. it it's just not going to work for you right now. Hopefully, they're going to make some changes. They'll do something to update and make it accessible. That would be awesome. But as of right now, they're not doing it, and it's it's just a bummer uh, in in those cases. Um, I, I'm not sure about the Green Mountain Grill, and there's some other grills, Pits and Spits, and others that you can get Wi-Fi controllers for. Uh, that uh, you know, w- I'm gonna I'm gonna do my best to check and and follow up on this, and see if they are accessible or not. And I'll try to get back to you guys on that because. I think it's important, you know, for those who want to use pellet grills because there's a lot of great options. While I know I'm big on the ceramic grills, the Big Green Egg and and Primos, uh, you know, because of the ability to touch them without burning yourself, even when they're hot, as opposed to a metal grill. And while you have these pellet grills that are metal, when you get one that's really thick and, and you've got the double wall, that helps keep it from getting as hot to the touch on the outside. But they also have these insulated blankets that you can put on, and, and they're especially used for the winter time. That you know when it's really cold, and and it you know if you can insulate that cooker, the outside with these blankets, then you know it helps control the amount of fuel. You don't lose as much heat through the metal, and so you can. Uh, you know, they can still be efficient cookers. Well, the great thing about these insulated blankets when they're on those grills is that you can touch the grill and not burn yourself. And so, you know, I had that Yoder smoker and I had the insulated blanket on there and I'm able to feel around and, and you know, when I grab the door or touch the door and miss the handle, I'm touching that blanket and I'm not burning myself. So that was awesome. And so you can get those for all of these, just about every pellet smoker out there nowadays. You know, double check if you've got one you want. Uh, but, you know, for the most part, most of them have these insulated blankets you can get and use on them. And for someone who's blind or visually impaired who wants that convenience and that ease of use when it comes to pellet smokers, uh, but you, you don't want to or you have that fear of burning yourself on the metal, those uh, insulated blankets can kind of help 
uh, with that. It, it, it's, it's not completely foolproof, right? I mean, there's going to be spots, there's going to be, you know, areas, but when you're familiar with your cooker and where things are and, uh, you're touching it and getting, you know, uh, knowing where everything is while it's cold, then when it is hot and you're feeling around, you're going to, you know, you'll put yourself in a better situation to avoid any type of injury or burning or anything like that. So that's always awesome, uh, for us, and something I think you should consider when it comes to uh, choosing a grill. The other thing is a lot of folks, you know, because these grills get so expensive, right? I mean, that Woodwind Pro, the 36-inch Woodwind Pro is $1,500. And and that's that's a lot of money. I mean, you can get a large egg for 1000 and, you know, get some more accessories and do so much more. You know, even if you end up spending, you know, $1,500, 12 to $1,500 on an egg, you can do so much more with it and not have to worry about then, you know, on top of the $1,500 for the pellet smoker. And, and again, that's the 36 inch. That's, that's you know, it's much bigger. Uh, you can go down to the 24, but still, <clears throat> uh, you know, you still have to have electricity when it comes to the pellet cookers. Whereas with a charcoal grill, you know, uh, you don't necessarily have to have electricity. Now, if you want to run a controller like the Flame Boss, while they do have battery packs that you can get and run them, if you don't have electrical outlets outside, uh, you know, you can keep that battery pack charged and use it for the Flame Boss and control it that way. Uh, but if you learn your cooker, your charcoal grill, and your vents, you can get to where you can control that temperature pretty well, um, you know, just with the vents. And, you know, that that's something to consider as well. You know, what are you willing to do and, and you know, what do you want, you know, when it comes to the flavor profiles, when it comes to the amount of smoke, when it comes to, uh, you know, really wanting that diehard charcoal wood flavor or, uh, you know, just a lot of personal preference is going to go into this. And how easy do you want it to be? Um, you know, the pellet cookers are making things a lot easy, a lot easier uh, for folks, generally speaking. Again, not all of them are going to be accessible when it comes to their apps and controlling them by Wi-Fi. You know, and so you'll want to go and put your hands on and see what kind of controllers they have before you purchase anything. Um but, you know, the, the, the pellet cookers are awesome, but I am, you know, I, I love charcoal first and foremost. Um, and I know these grills get expensive. And so a lot of folks are like, I'm just going to get a Weber kettle. I'm going to get a Weber kettle and I'm going to grill. And you'd be surprised what you can do with these Weber kettles because not only can you uh, do your regular grilling like most folks thinks with brats, hot dogs, burgers, steaks, chicken, things like that. You can do some low and slow cooks. They, they've, there's a lot of things out there, a lot of methods and ways of uh, of setting up your charcoal to burn a certain way. Uh, the vortex and other uh, accessories that you can get to kind of control the burn of charcoal and set up for indirect or direct. And, and so there's a, just a lot of options. The problem that I have with the Weber's 
is the Weber kettles is again being blind or visually impaired. You know, you're you're getting this metal extremely hot, and with Weber grills, the these kettles, while they they've it used to be you had to take the lid off, right? You lift the lid off. You know, now they've got them where they're you raise it up, kind of like with the big green egg. You grab the handle and you just on the front you lift up and it kind of folds back, and um, you know, and it's attached. So you're not just lifting it off and setting it on the ground and then picking it up and putting trying to put it back on the grill. You know, you're raising the lid and lowering the lid. Um, you know, on a hinge type system, and so that that's helped a lot uh, but still feeling a w- your way around on these webers uh, can be a little bit tricky for someone who can't see uh, if you miss the handle the, you know I don't really know of the insulated blankets for these Weber kettles and so that that is not going to be an option that I'm aware of uh, you know so you just need to really be careful and, and make sure you're familiar with your area when it comes to cooking and so uh, but I get it. When it comes to money, when it comes to cost, you know, those Weber grills are hard to beat because, you know, they get 10-year warranty, you know, on the main grill. You know, it, it's not going to rust through. They they uh, they warranty their parts really well. Um, you know, they, it's, it's hard to argue against them just for the average uh, user. Because they <clears throat> they do cook great, and you can do a lot of things with them. And there's so many resources when it comes to uh, you know grilling on the internet and on YouTube. Uh, you know specifically for certain types of grills, whether it's flat tops, whether it's pellet grills of whatever brand, whether you've got your Big Green Egg or your Camadu Joe or Primo for your ceramic grills, or you've got your Weber kettles out there and, and, and all your Weber guys that are, that are cooking constantly, whether it's the summit by Weber or the Weber Smoky Mountain. I mean, you get all these groups and all of this, these resources that really help walk you through the cooks. And so you, you could get away with just about any grill and, and walk away knowing you can cook just about anything on those grills. If you're willing to put in the time and, and effort to learn how to do it. And so uh, you know, that that's something that you, you really have to consider. Now, you talk about, you know, um, <clears throat> the pellet grills, anything with electricity, with moving parts like the auger and, and things like that. You know, they, you know, your warranties are less. You have more opportunities for things to go bad. Your igniters, your, uh, your auger, you know, power cords. I mean, just all kinds of things can really go wrong. Uh, Whereas a, a Weber or a ceramic grill, you know, once it's set in place, it, it, it's, it's going to be there. And their warranties, again, are hard to beat because Weber, again, has the 10-year, whereas Egg and KJ or Primos have lifetime warranties on their ceramics. And so if something happens, it cracks, uh, you know, uh, they replace it. You know, as long as you don't just knock it over. I mean, that's on you. But if through use... Um, you know, it, it somehow develops a crack or the the uh, the outside um, glaze or whatever it is of the ceramic starts to come off or peel off, flake off. What you know, which which has happened, but 
they replace it. And speaking specifically of big green egg, you take pictures, you go to where you bought it, you know, you keep your, you know, your receipt if you didn't register it. And, and then you just, you know, send pictures in and, and they warranty it. They replace, uh, whether it's the dome or the, the bottom half, the inside firebox or the fire ring. And, um, they just send you a replacement and it's as simple as that. So, uh, again, for a lifetime warranty, you know, while there's a big cost up front for these ceramic grills, it's hard to beat, you know, the warranty that comes with them and the, you know, uh, the ease of use, you know, when you're used, once you get used to it and you get through that learning curve, um, you know, it, they're definitely my favorite in my recommendation for those who, who can, who can pull it off, um, when it comes to, you know, making, you know, getting a charcoal grill, uh, if that's the way you want to go, uh, because there are definitely means and ways of controlling them, uh, accessibly, uh, you know, whether it's with the flame boss controller, um, the egg genius. And, you know, I know that KJ has a controller. I, I don't know about the accessibility. It, I would assume that it is, um, but I, I'm not. I haven't used one personally. But they've got a new egg or egg. Sorry, a new grill that they've come out with um, that uh, has a lot of really neat features and uh, Wi-Fi capabilities and things like that. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, uh, you know what that's going to end up costing and how how that's going to work and the accessibility options uh, that are out there. So. Uh, so anyway, listen, folks are gearing up for grilling season. Spring is here. The weather is, is just, you know, folks are just chomping at the bit to get outside and fire up a grill. And a lot of folks are getting outside and looking at their grills and thinking, you know, that it's, it's rusted through, it's, it's old, it's beat up. Yeah. I need a new grill. And they're thinking about all the options. What are they going to do? What are we going to get? And, uh, you know, again, last week we talked a little bit about a few things to look for for pellet grills, but, you know, it, uh, I think a lot of folks are wanting that charcoal. Now, there obviously there are gas options, you know, um, and, you know, we are very fortunate here in the Springfield, Missouri area because we have grilling stores all the way. Of course, Pits and Grills, which is my favorite, up on Sunshine Street here in Springfield. You've got grilling stores in Republic, Missouri. You've got a grill store down in near Branson, Missouri. Uh, you know, I mean, there's there's lots of options in addition to all your big box stores that you can go in and buy some of your cheaper grills. You know, but you, when it comes to customer service, when it comes to delivery, when it comes to assembly and setup and 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 all of that, and then you know, folks that are really wanting to take care of you, it's hard to beat a good grill store uh, like Pits and Grills because they, they just do such a great job of taking care of their customers uh, and and going through the warranty process for you, right? And uh, which, which has always impressed me because a lot of times you get these companies that, yeah, they've got great warranties, but um, you buy them at a box store and you have to go directly through the manufacturer, Whereas at these grilling stores, you know, when they have really good customer service, you know, you, you 
take your issues there and all right, give me your serial number, you know, if you got a receipt or they can look it up if you bought it there. And then they they do the warranty work for you. They go through the manufacturer for you. So you don't have to deal with it. It's just awesome. It's just great. You know, it's just one thing less thing that you have to worry about, which is just uh just fantastic. Just absolutely fantastic. So all right, folks, hold on just a second. Let's take a quick little break and hear from our sponsor. Kickashbasket.com for all your grilling accessory needs. You want charcoal management for your charcoal baskets, your your cans for ash cleanout, you want insulated gloves, you want a torch to light your grill. All kinds of accessories are found at kickashbasket.com. They're always innovating. They're always coming out with great products to make your grilling experience the best it can possibly be. Check out kickashbasket.com and tell them Blind Grilling sent you. All right, folks, back here on the Blind Grilling Experience. You know, talking about these these grills, you know, um, a lot of folks not only are, are you know, thinking, you know, what am I going to get? You know, do I want the gas? Do I want the charcoal? Do I want the pellet? There are some out there that are looking for stick burners, right? And a, a stick burner is like a uh, offset smoker. You've got your cooking chamber where you put all your food, and then off to one side is your uh, your firebox where you get your fire lit, whether it's with some charcoal or or large you know chunks of wood that you put in there, and that is both your heat source and your 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 uh, wood for flavor as well. And the the smoke and the heat come through from that firebox through into the the chamber. And where, depending on where the vent is, uh, your exhaust vent, as to how that smoke kind of rolls through and works through that cooking chamber uh, to cook your meats. And there's ways to check for hot spots and cold spots and, you know, learn your grill. But, uh, you know, with those uh, offset smokers, one of the things you'll you'll hear people talk about a lot about those is is how much you really have to babysit them. You really have to stay out there, really watch the fire. You really have to maintain that fire in the temp. Um, it, it just takes a lot more work, and a lot of people like that. and And they're really good when it comes to the low and slow rolling smoke for. 18, 20 hours. But again, you're constantly, you know, working with the fire. You're constantly adding, uh, whether it's charcoal or whether it's, uh, you know, uh, wood, whatever it is, you're just constantly, you know, uh, you know, watching and monitoring that fire. Uh, because if that temp drops, it's hard to really get it back up. You don't want it to get too high. And so it's, it's just something you really have to work at. And some folks want that. Some folks really want to go through that process, and they want to tell folks, you know what, I I, I cooked this pork butt or this brisket or whatever it is for 18 to 24 hours and, and you know, all this low and slow smoke. They like that. They want that. 
and and it can happen, right? And and there are some controllers. Uh, Flame Boss has universal controllers uh, that can kind of mount on to the intake vents uh, of uh, these these metal grills, and so you know you can get those, and uh, that can help you to monitor. Uh, your temp and and try to help you control your airflow, uh, but uh, it it's still one of those things where you know they they take a lot more attention um, when it comes to when it comes to to cooking, and uh, the results are going to be great, no doubt about it. You know, the folks will will definitely love the results. As, you know, when you start to learn how to do that and that fire management, uh, it's awesome. But uh, there are still, you know, there's still there's a let learning curve um, that you have when it comes to uh, those offset smokers. Of course, usually with those offset smokers, it, it's almost like a two in one because in your firebox you can have a a cooking grate that goes right over the fire, so you can do some direct grilling uh, right there on the firebox as well. Horizon is one um, brand I know that. Uh, really make good quality, heavy-duty steel. Not these little flimsy things that you're going to be replacing every other year, you know, three years, you know, from a big box store. But, um, you know, the Horizon makes these really nice, heavy-duty grills that are um, that they're going to last. I mean, they're 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 not going to be something that just you burn through. Um, the nice heavy duty gauge steel that just uh, they're just beasts. <laughs> they're heavy uh, and they're awesome to cook with. And so uh, there's there's lots of options out there, but sometimes it, it's kind of like uh, you know spending the money to get some quality things. It, it's unfortunately the price of everything is going up. And and grills are no exception to that. That certainly is, is is true. But sometimes when you when you play it right, there there are some grills that really are investments. And in the long run, you're going to find yourself spending less money because not only are they more efficient because they're so much better built that you lose you use less uh, charcoal or wood you know, as far as your heat source is concerned. So you save money there. Um, and, you know, uh, and you're not having to get new ones every few years. And so uh, in the long run, you end up saving a lot of money if you're able to put it up out, you know, out uh, up front. So a few things that I think need to be considered when it comes to uh, choosing a good charcoal pellet offset gas grill, whatever, whatever the case may be, right. Um, you know, looking for something that is going to suit your needs. Um, you know, you're trying to choose a size that is going to work. Um, you know, it, it, it that, that kind of gets into another discussion. Um, usually folks wish they got something bigger uh, when they get a grill, and rarely do they, they ever think, you know, uh, I I should have got something smaller. Uh, 
Sometimes maybe, you know, I could have got away with something smaller, but now that I've got all this space, uh, they use it, right? Whether it's learning how to do sides as well as the meat and uh, and doing, you know, so many more options when you've got the space. And so that that's something also uh, really to consider. So a lot of a lot of a lot of things really that you need to you need to think about. And I haven't even mentioned drum smothers. Right, you get the drum smokers, which are these like fifty gallon, fifty five gallon drums, upright drums, you know that they turned into these smokers. Whether it's a Gateway or the um, uh, K four L or wh- whatever it is, Hunsaker, other these these drum smokers that uh, they generally are referred to as hot and fast cookers. They usually set at, they just want to run at 300 degrees. Some folks can run them at 250, 275, but for the most part, these drum smokers just just on their own want to run at 300 degrees, and you can cook just about anything at 300 degrees. And, and they really work well. The problem is they're just all metal, right? And so if someone who's blind, visually impaired, that, you know, that creates a little bit of an issue, Um and depending on the brand, you know, whether or not you're reaching down into the smoker to, uh, you know, to mess with the meat or uh, like the, the K4L is really cool because the way the lid opens up, you've got your cooking grate right there at the uh, rim of the, the cooker itself, which makes it nice. So you're not reaching down like in some of the other drum smokers. Again, just thinking about something for someone who's blind or visually impaired, um, you know, to, to think about. Um, but if you're one who's handy and you you want to make your own grill, the drum smokers are really cool because you can get kits, you know, these UDS, ugly drum smokers. And, and you know, uh, you, you can get kits to make these grills yourself. You can find someone, you know, get a food-grade drum. You can get... Um, you know, wheel kits, you can get uh, the uh, the Vortex or, you know, little things that sit down inside, you know, to hold your uh, your charcoal. You can get cooking grates. You can get the, the hooks. You can just get all these little things, these little kits for making the, the lids, for making the smokestacks, uh, the intake stacks. I mean, everything that you need to make your own ugly drum smoker. And... Uh, you know, and some folks really get a kick out of that. I mean, that they love, you no, know, not only to say that, you know, they're, you know, you know, you've smoked this, you've cooked this, you've grilled this, but on a grill that you made, which is really cool. You know, so if you're somebody who's pretty handy and, and likes to do that kind of thing, that definitely would be uh, something uh, for consideration as well. All right, folks, I think I've talked enough about grills right now. If you got some questions about it, shoot me an email, blindgrilling at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you guys and, and let me know uh, what type of grill you're thinking about. You got questions about certain types of grills. You know, I'll do my best to try and uh, answer those questions as well. Uh, you know, it's... There's just so many options, so many cool features on so many of these grills uh, that, uh, you know, the, the the biggest hurdle for a lot of us is going to be the accessibility for blind, visually impaired and how comfortable you are 
uh, around metal grills as opposed to something like a ceramic grill or a pellet grill. You can put a uh, thermal blanket on and uh, and and have it be a little bit safer. So. Uh, just some things to really think about. But you got questions about some of those things? Shoot me an email. Blindgrilling at gmail.com. Blindgrilling at gmail.com. We love hearing from you guys. Thanks so much for sharing out uh, the podcast. Be sure and go and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Blind Grilling on YouTube as well. Until next time, if you're looking, you ain't cooking.